0: Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Random Song Encounters. We're in episode six, and we're going to call this one Let It All Hang Out. Uh, We're coming to you this weekend from SoCal Desert Draft Control. Uh, Since it's September, just had Labor Day, Uh, football season is getting ready to go, and of course, I'm involved in a lot of fantasy football leagues, so we've got a drafts the yin yang here trying to get ready for and or already done Uh, but we'd be remiss if we didn't get episode six of the podcast in the books as well so taking time out to get that done and get it out to you Uh, your host uh, once again gene vincent here Uh, we're cramming in a lot of music into this particular episode so let's get cooking and start out with some cold war kids
1: strong
2: We'll never die because we'll see the mountains tumble.
0: And there's a nice little ditty to close out segment one of the show. Uh, Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, At the top, we had Can We Hang On by Cold War Kids out of Long Beach off their 2017 album, L.A. Divine, which is their sixth LP. I actually saw uh, Cold War Kids at the Akashir Arena out here uh, last month. They opened for uh, Tears for Fears, uh, and they played this song in the set. And... uh, I hadn't heard it before, so I uh, really enjoyed it, hunting it down, looking for the set list to see what it was, and uh, you know, thought I'd crank it up here for you all and see if you enjoyed it as much. Uh, I had known them for uh, a couple of different songs first and Hang Me Out to Dry, uh, but this was something new and, and interesting that I, I really enjoyed. They just actually finished the tour uh, a month ago uh, uh, with a date at the Hollywood Bowl also with Tears for Fears. Secondly, we heard Images of Heaven from Peter Godwin out of the UK from his 1982 EP, also called, called Images of Heaven, uh, which was his second EP. Uh, he actually started uh, with a group called Metro from 1976 to 1980 before uh, the group broke up and he went solo. He released one more album in one thousand, nine hundred and eighty through uh, eighty-three, and then uh, went silent and Nothing more to be heard from, kind of a one-hit wonder. Uh, the song itself, Images of Heaven, is was really a cult favorite on all the new wave stations uh, back in the day in the 80s, like K-Rock in L.A., which I listened to. That's where I heard them uh, when I lived in <clears throat> the L.A. area back in the 80s. So, really cool song. Uh, thirdly, we heard Sister Havana by Urge Overkill out of Minnesota from their 1993 release called Saturation, their fourth album. A um, Couple things about Urge Overkill. Uh, if you're a, if you're not a fan or, or you've only random randomly heard of them, uh, there's two interesting things here. Uh, you would never recognize this as an Urge Overkill album if you didn't know them well enough, uh, as they're mostly uh, known for their remake of the Neil Diamond song, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, that was used in uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, film, Pulp Fiction. The other uh, tidbit was on this particular album, uh, most of, if not all, the lead vocals were done by a different band member, uh, Nash Cato, uh, as all the prior records, uh, the vocals had been performed by other mainstay, King Roser, So with that being said, Nash took over the vocals on this particular album, Saturation, and then after that, and moving forward, they kind of shared vocals, uh, depending on the song, uh, uh, for all their future albums. And then lastly, we heard uh, back in 1965 from Concrete and Clay by Unit 4 Plus 2 out of the UK. Uh, It was their first single, and also the same title of their first album, Concrete and Clay, uh they're a true one hit wonder they released 12 singles uh, this was the only one that was really a hit uh, they released one other album and that was the end of the band uh, the only other notable thing about this particular band was that one point in time uh, that one of their members was russ ballard who became uh, who had a big career down the road uh, writing songs and, uh, and lyrics and uh, he was a uh, uh, a member of the band called Argent uh, that started up at the end of the 60s and into the 70s with Rod Argent uh, and went on to you know major things with that band. There you have segment one. Uh, let's move right into segment two because I think my mind has made up its mind. That was a smooth one. Let's uh, work our way backwards this time for segment two. Um, We just heard After Dark from Tito and Tarantula out of Hollywood. Uh, It's from their debut album, 1997, called Tarantism, but more famously known from the soundtrack for the motion picture From Dusk Till Dawn in 1996. Uh, Tito La Riva his band it's his band and the original name was Tito and friends so good call on the name change by, uh proposed by one of his friends to Tito and tarantula there um, supposedly uh, Tito met Robert Rodriguez who's the director of from dust Dong on uh, <coughs> the set of a a prior project that where they looked together worked together sorry Tito contributed some music and uh told him, hey, I got a new tune I've, I've got for you. Let me play it, acoustic, see what you think. So he played the, the song, After Dark, for him. Uh, said, hey, you know, uh, it's about vampires. And Robert said, how cool is that? You know, the next movie I'm doing is about vampires. So would you mind if I tape this in uh, acoustic and let me see if I can work it into the movie? <clears throat> so... Uh, as it worked out they were able to work the song and two others into the movie uh, Tito Tarantula had, and Tarantula <laughs> had uh, three tracks on, on the soundtrack including this one and they also got a gig at, in the acting uh, as well they played the house band uh, in the bar where uh, most of the action takes place during the movie uh, it's, this is played during Selma Hayek's iconic Dancing, uh, the movie is a you know a real showstopper as far as star power, with uh, Salma Hayek, Harvey Keitel, a young George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, who wrote the uh, wrote the story for the uh, film, has also got an acting part, in you know, Juliette Lewis, as well as tons of cameos in there. That you know it could go on and on. Great song though from that uh, that movie. Prior to that, we heard "Hungry." by Paul Revere and the Raiders out of Idaho from their 1966 album Spirit of 67. It was their sixth album and they were a really really big band uh, during the mid to late 60s and beyond into the 70s and early 80s uh, during that stretch between 66 and 69 they had 12 hits uh, in a row so that they were they were on fire. <clears throat> Thinking about this about this particular song is they recorded it with three bass tracks that had to be synchronized and overdubbed. Uh, back in the day, they didn't have bass pedals or, uh, you know, the, the equipment uh, where they could just, you know, um, make it an easy process. So they had to go through this process. They, or, they recorded a regular bass track, uh, a bass track that was one octave higher, and then you can hear also a fuzz bass track. Um, and like say, a certain segments of the song, you can hear all three of those bass tracks playing at once. Uh, but that really made the record and a and a really great uh, bass sound for that particular one by uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Prior to that, we went back to 1971 to uh, "Where to Now, Saint Peter" uh, by Elton John. Uh, it was released in, actually in 1970 in the UK, but in uh, in the US in 1971 off of their album or off of his album "Tumbleweed Connection," which it was third LP. Uh, this was a uh, meant to be a concept album based on, you know, uh, U.S., Western, and Americana themes. Uh, they took, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, they used music from Big Pink uh, by the band and uh, movies that they saw and other music that they heard to come up with this concept of the Americana life and the Western life back in the day. Uh, they had, ne- neither he, nor his writing partner, Bernie Taupin, had been to the U.S. Uh, until after Tumbleweed Connection was released. So they look a, took a lot of uh, uh, you know, their, their ideas from, from te- television and, and re- other recordings. Uh, Elton John also stated that this is one of the most perfect albums that he and Bernie made together as far as meshing uh, melody and lyric together on every single song uh it was just a perfection in his in his mind back to the beginning we came up with i think my mind has made up its mind by the wombats out of uk Uh, i love these guys love this band they're they're really quirky come up with great great catchy songs uh it's off their 2022 ep called is this what it feels like to feel like this uh they've released 10 eps altogether and six lps Uh, you can tell by the lyrics, it's a breakup song, of course. Uh, my, my favorite track from them is called Killed the Director, but I had heard this one uh, recently and uh, picked it up and uh, thought I'd share this one instead just because uh, uh, I j- just love it and you know it's something different that you may not have heard. So there we go. Episode 6, Segment 2, is done. So let's um, move into the episode title track and let it all hang out. I preach, my dear friends,
3: you're about to receive on John Barleycorn, nicotine, and the temptations of Eve. No barking by a sewer sign, hot dogs raise razor broke, water dripping up the spout, but I don't care, let it all hang out. From a pine tree by my knees Sunshine through the shade Nobody knows what it's all about It's too much, man, let it all hang out Galileo Look like a Boy Scout Sorry about that Let it all hang out Sleep all day Drive all night Brain my numb Can't stop now For sure Ain't no doubt Keep an open mind Let it all hang out Crowd. Don't stop now, baby. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang
2: world's gonna make me break. do gonna take much more to get me out your life. I ain't tiptoe time, I'ma tell you straight. I love me
0: going going, on and with that we come to the end of this episode segment three let's uh, start from the beginning of uh, this segment with uh, the title track to our episode Let It All Hang Out by the Ombres from Tennessee way back in 1967 uh, this particular segment catches five decades uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and the 2000s uh, again Let It All Hang Out 1967 Uh album of the same name, it's their only album. Uh, another one-hit wonder, as it were. It supposedly a parody of Bob Dylan's "Subterranean Homesick Blues." I don't know. I don't quite get it, but yeah, that's what the uh, that's what it says. Uh, don't stop now, baby, but let it all hang out. Uh, great little tune, very catchy. Uh, heard it again recently after ages without doing uh, hearing it and wanted to throw it in there because it's uh, really cool. Secondly, we went into the blues realm uh, with R.L. Burnside and his song Going Down South from his 2004 album, A Bothered Mind. Uh, it was his 13th and final album as he passed away the next year in 2005. R.L. Uh, started recordings back in around 1967 and uh, you know had been putting out music ever since then. Uh, supposedly before he got into the music business in the 50s, he uh, killed a man over a crap game, or so the story goes. He uh, got convicted, sent to prison, but he got released after six months as his boss cut a deal uh, with the prison system uh, to get him out early as he needed his tractor skills to work on the farm. Um, the, the one line in there is really cool. I ain't no tiptoe Tom. I'm going to tell you straight. It's, uh, you know, the other, the other really cool thing about this album is that uh, he, because of medical issues, he had been told he had to stop drinking, and so he stopped drinking, and then that really affected his guitar playing skills. So he said, you know, I just can't play the guitar. Uh, so they put this album together using old guitar licks from other RL songs and incorporated them and came up with new songs based around those guitar licks. Uh, so really cool way to uh, come up with an album, but while still uh, uh, using old techniques and, and incorporating them into new new music. Uh, we then went to 1982 for chapter and verse by Utopia. It's off their sixth uh, album as Utopia. They put out a couple of records prior to that known as Todd Rundgren's Utopia, which are more on the prog rock side. But, uh, this Utopia band uh, that came out with this particular album uh, moved more into uh, still had some prog rock beginnings but then moved into straight rock pop type of tunes. Um, This particular album uh, by Utopia is is a really great album in my estimation. It's got uh, tons of catchy tunes on it. It was really hard. I wanted to play something off the album uh, and I couldn't decide which one but finally uh, landed on chapter and verse just like the you know the vibe in this particular tune and the wordplay next we went to uh, casino queen by wilco out of chicago kind of reminds me of my trip to vegas uh in a really vague way last week uh during the labor day weekend uh it's off their 1995 album am which is their debut as you can hear they uh they started out as more of a country rock band, but have morphed into now of a alt rock uh, band and blending and touching on multiple genres in, in a lot of their music. Uh, it was either going to be uh, the other song I really dig on this on this particular album is, is "Box Full of Letters," but and so I pondered back and forth and finally landed on "Casino Queen." So I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, it's also known as the only album or last album, however you want to look at it, uh, that had a song that was lyrically written by someone other than frontman Jeff Tweedy. Uh, since then, every song, Wilco song, has been a Jeff Tweedy song. Uh, so, lastly, we played Come and Get It by Badfinger off the 1970 um, soundtrack to the movie Magic Christian Music. Uh, the band got its uh, name Badfinger from the working title of the Beatles song, with a little help from my friends. Uh, they they had this working title called uh, Badfinger Boogie because when they were developing the song, John Lennon had injured his hand and can only use one finger on one of his hands to play uh, piano. So hence the title, and they so they took the band f- finger. Uh, from that to uh, come up with a band title. This particular song is also uh, uh, odd because it was also written by Paul McCartney, and Paul offered it up to them uh, to use on their album or to use in the in the soundtrack, and let them record it. Uh, but he made the uh, caveat that they had to record it note for note exactly per the demo he had made. Uh, because he just knew it was going to be a hit, and he didn't want them to stray, come up with something different, and, and just said, you can have it, but you got to make it my way. And as it turned out, it was a, a huge hit for Badfinger. So good call on Paul's part and the band's. And there you have it. Uh, and then with that, we made it through another epic episode together. So let's close it out. I want to thank everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen in. Uh, For those that have heard the show before and thanks for joining us. If you're new to the show, I particularly want to shout out again to my fantasy football cohorts from HCG FFL, Phoenix FFL, Intuit and Intuit Dome Survivor. Um, Looking forward to getting into some serious fantasy football this week and throughout the season. Uh, As for the podcast, next week, we're into episode lucky seven. So hope you can join us for the ongoing saga called Random Song Encounters. And remember to share the good stuff. Adios, amigos.